0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosie McNally. Welcome everybody. I'm glad to have you back with us this week. Uh, welcome Bibi. Always good to sit in a circle or space with you.
1: Hi, everybody. It's so good to be here with you, Rosie.
0: So, this week we are continuing on from our last two sort of episodes, or our last four episodes, really. Um, So, we're delving into the air element, what that means, what it may look like on our healing journey, sort of how we might be able to identify it, or even, and in the later episode, then how to work maybe with it or the practical approaches. But, Bibi, I'd love for you to share what does air mean to you or
1: when you think of the air element what's um well the first thing if you talk about sort of the the progression we came along over the last couple of episodes the big difference to me between water and earth element then as we're shifting into air is as one of subtlety you know we're going into into the um, the less tangible dimension in, in in a way and with that um also there's a quickening of qualities right so in a pragmatic way air what does it govern uh, you know when we think of air is the air we breathe so it has so much to do with our breath but it also has something to do with you know along our breath is 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 our our speaking our voice um that's traveling along so to me air has so much to do with how we communicate, what we're saying, what we're not saying. Um uh, it has so much to do with, you know, when we're staying in that area of the of the body with, with our mind, our thinking, our processing. So they're all things that are, I suppose, in a way uh, less visible. Than when we think of you know the physical element of of earth and 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 water so there's a there's a shift i think that i'm really looking forward to having a chat with you in this in this podcast about you know from the tangible to the slightly less tangible what about you yeah <clears throat> for
0: me then it would be the same like us and you're moving from something that's some things that are more tangible that we see more and can touch more even in the physical realm. That way to something that is more subtle, invisible, you can't really get a hold off. But it's something that the sort of the best way that we access it is through our own experience of it. Like, do you know, like, so it's something we, we have to experience because I can't go to, oh, this is what air feels like you know, here's a bottle of it that way, like, you know, do, what's, how, do you, how does it feel to you? Like, cause we're going to have, and it's like every element will have different experience of it, but it's like, you can't hold it. Like, so it's like, how do I experience it then? Like, and it is through, like the breath would be the first thing it springs to mind when you think of the air, like in the life that it brings to everything, like, but it's also then to me, spirit, soul, that part of us that is intangible, if you think physical is the physical being. Water is our emotions, but then we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know my emotions. Yeah, I understand sort of maybe what they are, you know. And yeah, I know my physical body because here it's with me. I don't know what my my, my relationship could be very different to, it, but at least I can put my hand on and go there. It is. But with air, then we're like soul, spirit, and depending on where where we are in that spectrum, I'm like that doesn't exist. To, oh my god, yeah. Or, but how do I know like what that actually feels like, you know? Or how do I sense it? Or how do I experience it? Like. So it's more about, okay, the direct experience of those subtle aspects, like.
1: Yeah, that's sort of the image that comes to me as, you know, when you when you look out into nature, because I keep going back to nature, because the elements are just so visible there and it's a little less, you know, personal and intimidating to, to work with the elements in that way, you know, as so when I look out and look at air. You, like you said, you can't see air. The way we see air is because air or the wind is moving the leaves of a tree, or there there is humidity, water as clouds in the sky, and you know air is moving the clouds. So it's like it's this animating force, you know, within us that's behind so much of the expressions that 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 we see, you know, in nature, but also in ourselves. So it's really climbing into this. What are what are sort of in that way. Uh, my motivations or what are the 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 causes the root causes of how how i speak how i move you know how i feel even in my i mean we can bring air into the body in terms of like how do you feel just generally in your body rather than localized you know what's your back at and you know like your hip and, and these things it's like just how i'm embodying myself to me that embodiment of myself my soul my spirit into my physicality has so much to do with with air kissing earth right it's this Mm. when we play with this these these elements in that way and uh, it becomes then air becomes visible through the way in which I move you know again and not localized when you look okay this muscle is contracting this muscle is extending but overall what sort of you know grace is within how someone moves um, gives a lot of indication how how that era element plays yeah. out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting way of looking at it actually because I'd always see it because I, I everything sort of to me comes through the soul and spirit and the energy level. That to me, it's like it's that let that level, like you know. So like even with energy, it's intangible. Like you know, you I can't go. You might like I can tell you what my energy feels like you might have an experience of it, like, but only if you're attuned at that. I don't want to say level in a sense but at that level to it like and we're interacting with energy which is invisible all of the time but we don't realise we are unless we are where we are. That way like and it's amazing when people actually realise oh my god there's a part of me that is invisible in a sense but very visible and tangible in different ways that enters a space before I do like. Do you know like and I'm meeting that whether I'm outside whether I'm with people whether I'm with myself it's constantly moving like do you know, so it's like water in one way that it's always looking to move and it can get stagnant, but we don't know that's happening a lot of the time until we sort of either learn to look at it that way or have an understanding of how we work as humans because we just go oh that's just my thought that's just crap happening that's just like having a bad week that's just like you know because everything's happening at the minute and this is because my job's finished and blah 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 you know rather than going oh actually this is maybe possibly could this be soul spirit moving through my life <laughs> do you know like and sometimes I think it's lovely to look at life that way because then it takes the pressure off you know I'm doing something right I'm doing something wrong and going oh okay okay this is can I lift myself up out of this physical and look at it from the air perspective like from up high and see because to me air would be the perspective of things what is if this was a puzzle or if this was just a story or a film I'm watching and I wasn't so deeply attached to it maybe (laughs) do you know like what's happening in this story you know what where is this the sort of the hero in a sense on or heroine on their journey like or what are they meeting in that space? And, oh, my God, is it a cliffhanger? You know, oh, is it a romance? Is it, oh, my God, it's a horror at the minute, <laughs> you know, like, but maybe I can interact then with it differently
1: as well. I like. Yeah, I love that. You know, this, this idea of it gives us more an overview, a context, a uh, perspective, you know, uh, one of the ways um, <clears throat> I used to teach it in class It's this idea that you know when you're you're lying in shavasana or sitting meditation, when you become aware of, you know, what you perceive your physical body's boundaries are. So your skin level, essentially, you know, and how your skin interacts with the world around you. And then if you kind of zoom in into a microscopic level, and you look at the molecules, even you kind of realize there's actually way more space in between all those different particles than actually the mass of the particles right so in other words the amount of space that is in the molecules that make up your skin is interacting with the space that is making up the molecules of air that's surrounding air and so the question is what is that exchange you know and so this idea that um, physically very earthy where does my skin very tangibly end where do I end and my perception of myself of that which I can see and then the air element invites us to go yes that is one way of looking at ourselves and then is another way of looking at ourselves that it goes beyond that you know where the physical isn't the limitation so where we mm. blend into the space space around us and it's an embodiment to me of embodiment practice of of you know that spaciousness that really comes to us when we start living not only from the physical body but when we step into the more subtler layers of ourselves and start you know feeling ourselves in our, in our energy body. And I think what's really important is, um, I think that's that's sort of what we're discussing here as well, episode by episode, is like nothing is inherently good or, or bad, right? So it, it's not that the earth element is less than and then the air element is more than because one is more spirit or expansive and the other one is more tangible and real. Air needs the physicality of earth of the body to become embodied. And body needs air to infuse that spirit, that expansiveness to really, otherwise it's just a lump of bones and, 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 and flesh, mm-hmm. essentially, that that has nothing breathed into, into itself. So that interaction, I, and I think... When we talk about the healing journey as yes. when we when we talk about this elemental exchange it's really always a question of like what am I embodying in what way am I even aware of that so when I'm in my physicality can I really create this wholesome connection to that earth element of really feeling my bones my muscles but then can I also notice when I'm getting too stuck too dense too much into detail that there's an ability to experience myself differently wide and expansive and that's one of the things I do one of many things I Really appreciate about the physical embodiment practice, maybe yoga, tai chi, or, or any of them, or dancing. we were talking about that last week, uh, two weeks ago. But really, this idea of um, having a physical embodiment practice that just can do both for you it can really bring you into your body so you're more efficient, you're more sustainable, so you're really here, but it can also, through the physical body, give you a felt experience of the more subtler realms that we can talk about, like you said, all day long until you have an own felt experience of it. It's These are just words, you know, and um, I like coming from the, the physical practice a lot of the time, and that's why for me it's so important that the physical practice is always embedded in that context of... You know, there is more to than just extending the hip flexor or engaging the hip flexor and strengthening it. And that is beauty in Mm. that and that's absolutely necessary. But for me, the practice was always about integrating air and earth in that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They all dance together. Like, you know, like, and it's kind of like, you know, even though we as individuals may Naturally, hold different energies in a different way at a different capacity and percentage whatever way you want to look at it like but they all dance together like and it's kind of like if you leave one out you're you're missing a part of the dance like you're missing the beauty of watching it all move together and totally like any of those physical practices as you know because you're the one who teaches them like and it's your it's, you've ate and lived it like the whole idea of them was to get us to spirit like was to get us to access that place within ourselves like do you know, like, so it's that that spaciousness, that expansiveness, that part that we may not often access in our day to day life because we're so stuck in the physical, like that way through all the to do's, the have to's, the needs to's. And, and, you know, so it's given us this part of where we step back and go, oh, OK, you know, like, where, oh, there's more to me than that. Like, do you know, like it's often that place I see where people go, there has to be more to life than this, like. And that's to me the part where spirits knocking at the door going, come on, you, you close the door when you're about five or six years old. It's, it's time. Let's open up that door. Like, And for some of us that can happen in our teens, in our 20s, 30, 40, 50. It does not matter Like, because you get to experience a part of you. That this allows you to see life differently, allows you to experience yourself differently. Do you know, like, and you realize, to me, it's like you realize the vastness that is held in this little body we have. Like, and when you feel how much, like, your soul or your energy or your spirit, how big that is. Like, and not oh, mine's is bigger than yours, but just the size that we all are. Like, you're like, oh my god, and I managed to squeeze myself into this little thing, and I only think I'm capable of X, Y, Z. And you realise, actually, there's maybe more potential and possibilities than I even think is there. Like, And to me, that's the air as well. It allows us that, you know, the fastness of it, like, it allows us to tap in and access that. And it has to be embodied because our spirit is held in our body. So therefore, to me, they have to go hand in hand, like.
1: Yeah, that's spaciousness to me, that's I think we have it we have it in our language, right? It's like I can't I can't breathe. You know, or there's no breathing space what it's within me, or there's no thinking space, my head is so full, you know, these are all like little telltales in our languaging where, you know, they allude to that air element, you know. There's a there's a part of us that remembers how to be more spacious, that remembers how to be bigger, vaster than just in this physical body, and yet really honor this physical body. And so I think when we talk about air element and then the healing journey, it's like, okay, when I hear myself saying these things. Um, what is it that needs adjusting, you know, and and, and sometimes it's just a, s- a simple thing as becoming aware of where there's actually air around me physically, you know, in, in a room or, you know, where there's air in, in my speaking, the pauses in between the words um but then also sometimes there needs to be a structural and earthy rearrangement of you know <laughs> structuring restructuring your day you know so you have those little pockets of breathing space you arrive maybe when you come back from work you know or as we we're like working from home art now as you transition from maybe your 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 working sort of self into your family self where you just kind of take those five minutes you shut down the computer and you just give yourself that bit of space and breathing room to neutralize and the come into your own vastness before you engage with the rest of the family you know that the ways in which we can adjust and then of course like physical practice is always a beautiful way of creating more spaciousness within the body you know there is this um I think it was a good few podcast episodes back, a good few months back, where we are talking about these the space in between the bones, you know, the joint space, and how that is directly connected to how we experience life force running through our body. And so when the muscles get very, very tight, what they actually do is they pull the, bo- the either ends of the bones closer towards the next bone. And that joint space is really compromised on a practical level. It just doesn't feel very good and it creates wear and tear. But on an energetical level, it takes the space, it takes the air out of you and it decreases the the amount of sort of energy and vitality that can run through you so when we talk about alignment and physical postures so much of that is about recreating that joint space in the physical so that our experience of ourselves has been expanded you know beyond the physical so again it's this 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 space that um, we remember and we're invited to I suppose to grow back into
0: mm. like the chatting about space not there and that's like if you think as you mentioned like we're working from home so we feel our space has become smaller like that like a lot more people are craving that just space for themselves or that just space in their heads like but our, as you said like our bodies show it like so even like people receiving healing work as i said, to people they go the first thing you'll see shift is their breath that's the first thing if you watch, they're going maybe breathing from their chest or their neck down and you see the belly beginning to move. Like cause you think of a newborn baby, a newborn baby doesn't breathe as far as its chest. It's a little belly is going up and down, up and down. Like, you know, and I go, that's, I go, that's the first step of magic. Like I go, their breathing is changing. Therefore, they're going to be taking more breath deeper breath it begins to shift the energy and they begin to take up more space in a sense inside themselves but then you'll find the whole body starts loosening up like it relaxes that like and in that space when the system if you think how much energy is used to keep the system tight as well like or braced against life when it begins to move we've so much more energy available for anything but we actually have room for inspiration to come in like Do you know, like to be inspired, to be in spirit in a sense, like for it to actually come through? Because sometimes we're just so tight that like nothing can get in, or like, oh, I can't, my head's too full, I can't think. Do you know, if I could just get five minutes peace to myself, I might figure something out here. But when you, like, when your whole body, whether it's whatever practice you use, like you can go into that space where you're actually receiving, like, and not just energy healing, but actually from your spirit, your soul or whatever you believe in, like, but you're in a space to actually hear it. You know, because you've stopped and created that space within and outside, like. Do think it's so important?
1: Yeah. And when we look at it through sort of the lens of, of astrology, a lot of we think of the v- the possibility that all the different, you know, air elements bring to us versus, let's say, the uh, the water elements you know so of water elements bring us a emotional depth and the ability to really experience the full spectrum of our emotions and we all know that can be a roller coaster and so what air then brings to that is a level uh, almost of neutrality it's that capacity when we go into into a meditative state where we're still aware of everything that's going on all the difficulties but we've reached a place of neutrality of 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 spaciousness of steadiness within all of that's going on and so those practices the meditation practices are really this practice to to weave in and out of these elements between air and the emotional body so we're not getting stuck in the emotions either they are really really important because they're information to bring things in but the air element then is a way of elevating it in a way where we go okay i can have that full experience but yet be 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 the observer you know in yoga we call it the sakshi the Mm non-judgmental fully aware um impartial observer of, of everything that's going on and and air taps a little bit in into into that um what's also i think it's like every element has this higher and lower vibration, if you wish, or like a way that is appropriate to the moment. I think it's always to the moment rather. There's no overall, you know, good or bad, but it's always just like, this is the moment and how does it meet it? And is it like sustainable? Is it working? Um, There's always, I'd love to hear maybe from you as well, a little bit about, I am thinking about this having space versus being spaced out. And I know we've had so many conversation about this idea of leaving the body, just Going into that, um, I just do you have a couple of thoughts on that in terms of the healing journey and what's happening there? Like,
0: uh, yeah, like, and it's a a part of the healing journey for a lot of people, like, because there's reasons why we do it, do you know? Like, a, a lot of it, like, and we've mentioned this on loads of podcasts. The first is usually when we, if we're first on our path or even if we're on our path a long time, we can still be doing it. Like where it's like, this is the reality is too much. So it's easier to sk- skedaddle, as I'd say, like go upstairs and fly off with the fairies, like just because it's, it's too much, like, do you know, like, but then we're missing out on actually maybe integrating the healing work or getting support we need or making the actual physical changes in our life that way. So it's done in a way that is to protect us but it's, it's maybe not going to allow me to actually manifest or create or change, create change in my life in whatever way. Like, but also then, like, there's the traumas of why we're not here. So we will sort of be disassociated or out of the body. Like, so when I say, like, you know, it's important to be in the body, it's also important to understand why I can't maybe be in my body, you know, because to me, that's the starting place not that why can't I be in my body and let's do beat myself up over that and I'm not spiritual enough and I'm not good enough or beat myself up because I am away with the fairies. I'm like both are really important but to me it's so it's so important to know like the understanding of maybe the why or to have the deep compassion to the self for that transition of learning to be in and out, in and out but catching maybe the mental body which to me would be the air is why I like chat chat catching that mental chatter, the belief systems or the way I'm chatting chatting to myself. I cannot get the word chatting out of my mouth today at all the way I'm chatting to myself while those things are happening. like So that to me allows so much more space to be available to me rather than going, I'm doing this right, I'm doing it wrong. like So when we're in the body, it gives us this sort of a fine tuning fork that we're able to interact with things differently. But also when I skedaddle, There is a lot up there for me, like, but the magic has to come back down. Like, do you know, like it it needs a place to be held in the vessel or for me to allow myself to really experience maybe, you know, when we chat about so easily, heaven on earth. such an easy two couple of words to say together, heaven on earth. Yeah, fabulous, wouldn't that be great? But if I'm upstairs all day. Do you know, Like I need to anchor it down like that. way. In the same upstairs is going to spirit, like, but if I give all my power to spirit and not actually maybe take what they're telling me to do and actually do it, then again, you're missing sort of the bridge. And to me, it's just a bridge like that way where we take that and we bring it back down. Like, and that's through everything that I've studied and teaching out there. It's like, we take it. It's so powerful. We need it and we bring it back down. But we don't only really live up there all day long. Because then I'm not going to maybe know who my kids are. I'm not going to know who I am. I'm not going to know, you know, that it's time to leave my job. I'm not going to maybe know why I'm deeply sad in this world. I'm not maybe going to know what I need to change, how I need to do things differently. But all that information is upstairs at the same time. Do you know, so it's kind of like you're, it's like roadways. You're going up and down both that way, but it's, it's just so nice to have it here. Do you know, like that way? But it's part of the whole journey. Is it's going to be both, like?
1: Um, I guess I remember all these conversations we've had over the years was exactly about this, or so it's not like I was so much about come from the physical practice, and you know, so much of my work is about helping people access the physical in order to you know use your physicality, become embodied in order to have this greater experience of self. So starting the physical, moving up. And then we met and had all these chats of like, yeah, and then there are so many of us that go on up first and then it's, it's the grounding down and then the work that kind of stem, stem from us having that interchange to go and like the bridging. We need all of that together. Um, I think another element that, that or another quality that air brings that's quite different to all the other elements we've seen and is that what the, the, the quality of something can change quite quickly. You know, like we can have one thought and another thought the next moment. We might go back to the first thinking pattern, but we might flip between those thinking patterns we um you know words can come out of us sometimes quite quite quickly as well, and there's this possibility that I think air brings into our life to create change within an instant. You know, without anything having to change in the physical, simply by the way I think about something, the perspective I have on something, when I can work with that on an air element level, it it ripples through and my experience and in the physical body, my emotional household is completely different. And I think this is what it—you know—every element brings sort of something to the to the mix, to the blend. And when we talk about the healing journey, or even just I mean, which is the healing journey, just being alive mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and navigating this life <laughs> um, sometimes more elegantly than other times. But um, so much about that is really to recognize when when have I abandoned one sort of element or by simply inviting aspects of that back. You know, sometimes maybe it just requires pulling a friend over and actually having a chat. You know, sometimes your situation doesn't necessarily need to change or can't change, but just by accessing, airing on, okay, I need to sort of verbalize something. And by me verbalizing something, I hear something that, that the shift starts to happen even without anything else changing. You know, it, it we can, and that's what I love about, you know, when we talk about architects and elements and there, there are so they're the symbolic right and and they're so full of meaning but we can bring it right down to the tangible and i think that's that's where their power starts to happen in our everyday life it's just like oh yeah i hear myself talking a lot about like so much on my mind so much on my mind so much on my mind like that gives you an idea of how your air element is currently playing itself out so what you're gonna do about that you know how you interact with that or oh, my god oh my god i feel so stuck i feel so stuck What well, that's right away like the earth element in a way coming through you know so so there is a connection between all those three elements and I suppose um, what what I'm interested in is and, you know, not just the absolutes, but the blending of them. You know, when we, you mentioned earlier the dance with life, it's a dance between all the elements, isn't it? And the, how we're blending it at any moment and so much about all of the healing modalities to me is about I think of them like spices and just get very good and very creative mm. at you making your own spice blend, you know, like a little dribble of this and a little dash of this element. And it just, it can change how you perceive life without anything having to change on the outside. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, because you think, like, if you think about air, you think when you get your thoughts, so it's how you're talking to yourself as well. Like, so For me, like, it's such a part and part and part of the healing journey is to be self inquiring, like, do you know, like, because that helps me maybe I might not be able to regulate it, but it helps me to be aware of, Okay, this is what's going on for me and this is what I'm feeling watery. Do you know, like that way, this is how my, this is how my physicality is. That's the earthy element that way, like the fire will chat about again, like, but, you know, so I can access all them just through self inquiry off my air element of what am I thinking like, you know, like, and then from that tracing through the rest of the system of, of what is going on well, then the power is I actually have the ability to shift what I'm thinking sometimes it's easy sometimes it's not but you know like I have the power to shift it or I have the power to question it like do you know like you're an absolute like you're absolutely crap at this really seriously says who me like you know you're you're chatting with all the voices in your head like you know and people people go to me like you know but th- like how could that help me I'm like well you're doing it already and it's not helping so you have like you've nothing to lose by actually chatting back to those sort of voices which are the programmings and the other energies that are in the body like that are trying to run the system like run the computer which is to me another air element technology like but do you know like so to me it's like you're getting to reprogram it like or to chat to it like and then the inquiry brings as you mentioned earlier the observing like do you know so okay I'm noticing this here this is what I'm seeing like do you know like and then we can actually just ask like if air was to come in through me at this moment what kind of air would come in through me like what kind of air needs to come into this space, what would it be doing like? Do you know, would it be like a cloud just sitting there holding me? Would it be like a good old Western Irish wind blowing the living daylights out of me? Blowing all the cobwebs away as we'd say? Do you know, or is it just a gentle breeze whispering to me? Or if the wind was whispering while I'm at all highly activated what would it be whispering? Do you know, so
1: yeah. Yeah, I think the that's really interesting. The nuanciation of air, right? Not all airs. Is- is the same, and right. we look at it from you know, we have it in astrology in in our in our science. You know, there is this cardinal air that you know, if you want to narrow it down, <laughs> the very short expression has this you know, it, it's the party guest that you want at every house party. You know, <laughs> it's that person that can just, you know, I have a friend, uh, and she listens to this, you know, <laughs> you are, <won't> name you. <laughs> but we, we have this chat that she, she's Irish and she cannot sit on a dinner table when there's awkward silence you know she will be always the one that initiates to talk in order to facilitate a more enjoyable atmosphere you know there's this this you know this quality we can use our air to to also create a shift outside of ourselves you know when we talk about you know our verbal expressions when it goes into the arts or something as simple as consciously um you know going okay I'm actually initiating something now through that, um, to create change outside. And you know, and then we have like inner air, which is this what well, we talked about, the inner observer, there's this quality to be with your own thinking, with your own paradigms, with your there's a level of stillness that we also experience in meditation. So we we can't just say air is meditation, right? Because there, there's a different way of the way they want to ex- exchange it's, itself and then like you know the mutability of air as well as the spiraling this this going out and 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 then taking something from out there back 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 into ourselves through an exchange of conversation you know rather than talking at somebody so there are many different ways of how air can express itself and each and every one of them has a we can get stuck in in any of those expressions and so so much about it is and that the air element like you said Said, is the awareness, the awareness of where am I and am I stuck in this or am I consciously expressing that? So to me, um, awareness, noticing um, and on a level consciousness is very much mm. f- the feel of of, of the air element.
0: Yeah, you can't
1: mm. take it and put it in a jar. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> and then you can, for some of those words either, there's kind of like, you know, one, the oneness, I might go off track here, but you know, oneness, consciousness. You can't really explain, you can explain them, but you can't really explain them. Do you know, like, and it's kind of like air as well. You can explain it, but you can't really explain it. You yeah. have to experience it.
1: Yeah, like, the way in which we explain air is if somebody's never seen air right you literally go yeah. out and i click do you, do you see the clouds moving do you see the trees moving do you feel the air brushing against your skin but they're all descriptive ways is right yeah. so one less feels like well that is one person's experience and then you know this idea of consciousness yeah. should feel like that well that's also someone else's um experience yeah. so there is a level of yeah our linguistics haven't quite developed to the level of you know, expressing those concepts yeah. so air is so much about personal experience Which but then there's there's the hook as well right because uh, uh, this personal experience is like uh, that the can be you always explain it's so lovely in our retreats there's the lampshade with all these layers and layers and layers of fabric over it you know you go like where's the light there's no light it's like because I'm so covered with patterns yeah. so there is also this to watch where you go okay this is, is a unique experience but is it a pure experience is it my light that experiencing it or is it my patterning Yeah, you know as is all those you know layers of fabrics that are over the lampshade Mm. that i have to take off first and then i'm truly seeing you know which is also that air element yeah yeah
0: or is it like our pattern that prevents us even from allowing ourselves to experience it when things are so subtle like if you think of the spirit realm or energy work or yoga any some like if you you always say like 10 15 years ago you, like you wouldn't have really seen it as much now you throw a stick you'll hit somebody who's trained in it like you know which is brilliant like but like so it's also we're still but we're still in a, a world where it still is dismissed like because it's not tangible like and it's really interesting then when you meet people who are so held on to that belief that but then at some stage they'll start going questioning it like in their own way, which is beautiful as well. Like, so they don't need to hop on the energy train or the spur train, but they're going, OK, this is what I believe. But now I'm beginning to wonder, like, what is after this? Like, I have a somebody I know really well, like, and they're just like, you know, I don't really believe in anything you do, Rosalind. Like, you know, I just don't think it's there. And I'm like, that's fine. And every time I meet them, it's a hundred million questions about, you know, not in a judgy way, but asking so curious So they're open, that air element's there, they're so curious going, but like what do you believe in like, do you know like what is actually, you know, what do you think is after death? And they're starting to question because they believe there's nothing, but because they have kids and their kids are asking them, they're like, shit, what is actually possibly there? So you can already see their perception is beginning to widen, even though they're still going, I still believe there's nothing, but I'm looking around and going, but what does everybody else sort of think? I don't have to believe what they're believing, but I get to sort of experience maybe experience it but even listen and see okay does any of that resonate like so it's that curiosity of the mind being willing to open and I think that's all anybody needs is when they're trying I think for the first time no matter what it is to go in with the open mind like asking let's just see what's here for me like and often in that space we will taste ourselves like on a very deep level like you know like we'll get to actually drink from our own well like our own source our own spirit like and there's uh, to me there's just like there's nothing like actually go- going oh wow there's another part of me I didn't know that is all seeing and all knowing and the little mind's going oh oh how are you starting
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that i think that is also collectively sort of the difficulty you know as as, as these heads are raising you know rising up but out know, of family you might be the only one in your family that is interested in that and um or you know there is a sense of okay now i've experienced it for myself but i still don't have the language for it <laughs> how on earth am i going to go home and talk about this and and prove it to anybody you know because when we talk about when we talk about food when we talk about movement you can tangibly see and feel the effects of what you're doing you know you can you can feel okay my back pain is gone wow you know you can feel well there's a glow in your skin you like you know, have way more energy throughout the day it's like wow well, you the way you you know nourish yourself and the way you move it's it's actually taking toll and that's like something to go home and you know even when we talk about to, to talk to parents or like the generation that came before us you know that may hold on to these other thoughts, you know, patterns that we as a first in our generation maybe grew out of, um, it's like, well, you you know, um, try this on, you know? And I think every yoga teacher goes through this journey of going home and trying to teach their (laughs) parents and their siblings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's in the moment it's the most painful experience and after a couple of years when you look back you can actually literally just laugh at it because it's like that's the last place you want to start <laughs> this oh. is the most difficult conversation uh <laughs> to to have but nevertheless that's still a lot of the times the physical realm you can go okay dad you have you, you, there's stuff going on in your back let's try and work with your hip flexor you know let's kind of do this and you might have a chance that you, you know your parents might say where are you brother sister whatever go all right then because there's still movement and we're familiar to go to the gym and we're familiar with like going for runs and you know like how bad can it be and like i doubt what you're doing but you're moving my body so physically that's okay um and and they may experience something right away but we have the language and go okay i have no more back pain it took us so long to move into the psychological and emotional realm where we're going to acknowledge and can have a language around going, I'm paining in my heart. I'm paining in my mind, the way things are expressing. We're only learning slowly the capacity collectively. We slowly get the language to it. Now, if you're going to the realm, you know, of, of air where we don't even have a concept of ourselves, that's really, really difficult to converse back home and that's why physical changes usually ripple quicker through society you can see in the the yoga practice the physical practice is what everyone is doing you know the other practices you can see them slowly coming up but it, it just takes a while and i think it's it's that we don't have the language around it we we may be the first one that's interested in it it feels like we're the only one that's doing these kind of things and so when it comes to air there is also a Although it's a young quality to it, it's it's it, it it's very to me, air has a fragility to it or a vulnerability to it and being vulnerable and allowing ourselves to show, you know, where we may not have all the answers, where we have these conversations and go and I'm leaning out there and you know and, and and learning to be in that versus Earth, that is very much the stable, supportive foundation, right? Yeah. So we're learning that element really big time oh, collectively. Yeah. yeah, definitely,
0: like that way. And definitely, families know where to begin with There, <laughs> I see it in class all the time. They're like, I treat like I was sharing Ricky with my parents, or, and they said this, you know, and I'm like, that's to be expected, to be expected. Do you know, like, but it, it, it is the part where, where we're still, and especially if we're still learning ourselves. Do you know, like if I'm a little seedling, I'm full of the excitement of life and I want to share everybody with what I've discovered about my God, I've just sprouted like, you know, my God, look at this here. And I want you to all to be on my little, my little energy train or my yoga train or whatever it is. Like. And then we sort of realize then like, but not everyone's going to meant to be on it that way. But also I'm only a little seedling can I give myself time to really hold this and really deeply experience all these subtleties? Because then that will that allows me to anchor it to then be able to share from it. Like, do you know, like, uh, uh, to me, it's just nuts together. Like, that way the practice brings the anchoring and then that brings the communication, the sharing of it, the alchemy of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, as you're growing into into that element become more aware of it and get an experience and a language around it also to kind of just pick your environments like you know we're saying with family but also like you know think about the environment you know maybe even workspace depending on where you're working that tends to be in in general work environment uh, one that uh, an environment that is very much focused on productivity very much focused on tangibility you know so i'm not saying there are people at work that actually yearning for that in fact Mm. that's actually the environment where we sometimes need most that 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 air element but it's this with air comes also to me doing something for the sake of doing it um so this idea of not having to be productive not having to create and you know air is just there It is what it is to be with it. You know, these are all expression of that. They are still slightly newer expressions to our society and our behavioral patterns as a community compared to be efficient, be effective, yeah. you know, be tangible. And and I think that's where also a lot of those practices have been taken in order to be more productive, you know, practice yoga so you don't burn out, meditate so your mind is more focused and you can be more productive. There are, there are side, there, there, there are great benefits and side, yeah. you know, side benefits, whether they are the actual intention of these practices you know is highly is highly doubtful yes. so we gotta play with you know we yes we can take the holistic approach we can take the subtleties and bring it into the mundane world but let's not kill the depth that's actually there and choose our environment where we explore that and once we're then settled in something a bit more air once it's like you know it's us it's naturally we don't even need to talk about it because it, it flows through us who we are and then and you you Everyone probably had an experience where somebody in there, in a circle of friends or family or at work was just slightly different. You know, there was just something different about them and you could see something else shifted within them. And then just by being different, they created a completely different environment at work. Not because of what they actually do or say, but because they have changed. And to me, space is so much about that, who we are, how we are in the moment rather than what we're doing. Mm. Beautiful. Really nice. Awesome. Awesome.
0: I think to leave it there would be beautiful and then in the next episode we'll be discussing anyway next week around sort of the practical approaches or applications of it as well like, but um, I've really enjoyed delving into the air element and expanding my mind on it as well <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was always a pleasure, Bibi. Um, for the listeners, thank you so much. Um, we've been loving your little feedback and all. Um, enjoy this episode and we look forward to sitting with you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB down. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites bbdelman.com and thethirstysoul.com.